Eid Mubarak, wishing you and your loved ones a very happy and blessed Eid with lots of love, peace, prosperity and togetherness coming your way. Well, I have an Eid special to share and it's with Juna Balunkas, a story I've been waiting to share for quite some time now. Juna owns her own restaurant called Bow Friend in Silicon Oasis in Dubai and recently launched in Abu Dhabi at the Cornish. She talks about her journey from being a nurse by the day to turning an entrepreneur by the night, traveling regularly from Dubai to Elaine, coming back, managing this business with all her passion and sisteral expertise because it runs in the blood. She talks about using the freshest of ingredients, going out of that way to source right, tells me which are the dishes that you must try if you're at Bauer Friend, apart from the recently launched Eid special called the Golden Brisket Pao, which I believe is a must try. And she also tells me about how she has navigated rapid expansion in the city, why marketing is important, what's there to learn from consumers. Here's a fun soul, extremely passionate about what she does, and equally down to earth, sharing a journey that is a must watch, whether you have been following me for quite some time now or are new to this platform. Go check it out. And until the next time, I'll see you soon because this is Karishma Connect. So firstly, Juna, thank you so much for joining me on Karishma Connect today. It's been a pleasure to host you and I'm really looking forward to our conversation uh, and actually getting to know more about Bow Friend because it's the first time I've heard about it and I'm so glad and uh, grateful to this podcast for connecting me to you for the story. So thank you so much and I hope you enjoy it. Thank you. To begin with, Juna, the first thing that I do on this podcast is tell people, just dive right in, tell me about how you started, uh, what's your journey been like, what makes it special to be where you are today, and basically your passion, your why, dig right in. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I started in UEE as a nurse. So I'm a registered nurse by profession. Oh, wow. Okay. And... Uh, up to this date, I am still uh, doing uh, the job that I love, which is nursing. But I am now uh, managing uh, a unit, which is maternal and fetal medicine unit. So I am working in Alain full time as a unit manager. Mm -hmm. And uh, I am also managing uh, mother and fetuses uh, clinic in Sharjah. So wow. I am handling two clinics as of the moment as a unit manager. And uh, aside from that, so yes, I have um, founded Bow Friend Restaurant. We have two um, branches now. We have one in Dubai Silicon Oasis mm -hmm. and the other one which uh, opened last March 11, which is in Corniche, Abu Dhabi. Wow. And yes, so we just opened a soft opening and uh, yeah, I have been... Uh, busy doing both managing clinics as well as uh, you know overlooking and seeing how the uh, running the restaurant yeah how do you do that <laughs> <laughs> so I have I have a very good schedule so in the morning uh, my my duty in the clinic is from eight to five okay. so after that I have nothing else to do so that's another maybe what, six hours of me 
uh, you know, managing uh, uh, the restaurant at the same time. Uh, doing the clinic, the other clinic, which is in charge of clinic, it doesn't need much of my attention because it's new. So, uh, yeah, so I just uh, do it remotely, uh, communicate with staff, whatever um, is the concern. But I don't uh, usually go to the Sharjah clinic unless they ask me to or if needed. So maybe I go once or twice a month for Sharjah clinic. Uh, but in Alain, I go drive every day in the morning oh to go to Alain because it's in Alain and I live in Dubai. Oh my God. So yes, yeah, so I have to go to Alain in the morning, drive back to Dubai after my work at 5. So I arrive in Dubai like 6.30 and go to the restaurant and see if everything is running smoothly, you know. And in between, I do have um, time to coordinate on things, arranging uh, events and caterings and, you know, this, uh, this kind of things. Yeah. That's just wonderful. You've put me... <laughs> <laughs> I'm spellbound by the way you handle your schedule because FNB and hospitality and clean, uh, you know, be it a clinic or health, all these different fields are so demanding in terms yes. of just your time to be there and to make sure that you're always giving your consistent uh, focus. And I wonder yes. how you do that with an FNB joint. How did that bridge happen, actually? Actually, I, I I am lucky. I have a very good team. So I have a manager in the in both restaurants. I have um, the head chef who manages everything in the kitchen. So I'm just lucky to have them, and uh, it's easier for me. You know, um, I am not like uh, the person who will go over one by one logistics and all of that so yeah i have a good team so and in the clinic also um we have a very good system which is very organized so it's not very difficult for me to manage and i have been managing it for like four years so like it's it's uh, already a routine for me yeah. so i don't yeah so it's uh it's uh, easier easier than <laughs> what people think <laughs> How did you, uh, you know, like from healthcare to the FNB business, what kind of attracted you to take up this opportunity? Okay, so um, I think it runs from the blood because my mom uh, runs a small, uh, you know, like a cafeteria, a small one in the Philippines. Oh, lovely. So, yeah. And uh, we have also a meat shop in the Philippines. So, like, um, we've been in the business. And I love food. I love to try food. Me and my husband, we always go out every single day to uh, try different kinds of food. We don't cook, actually. <laughs> so we, And we are very adventurous with food. So Love. we try every, every cuisine that you can think of, especially in Dubai. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And we think, uh, and uh, my husband at the same time, all his family also, they were having uh, different um, they were also in the F&B business, especially the, the siblings. So like, uh, yeah, I think it runs in the blood. And we are very uh, interested in Dubai because, of course, it is Dubai. 
it's a lucrative and rewarding opportunity, you know. And there are a lot of several reasons why uh, we wanted to open in Dubai. And uh, so that was the, the main branch. And now we have uh, Corniche, which is also, uh, you know, uh, we are hoping for the best because it's it's our first time to mm -hmm. have this F&B and Baufren is our first baby. So uh, we are learning step by step on how we are going to, you know, to see the challenges and come up with solutions. So, yeah. When did you start uh, Baufriend? So we opened Baufriend August 15, last year, 2022. And yeah, after six months, we opened uh, the Abu Dhabi branch. That's a fast expansion. That's very fast. Yeah. And uh, we, we hope that uh, we can do more. <laughs> in yeah. the next uh, few years that's a great expansion but tell me something what uh what are the kind of challenges that come in when you are uh, expanding your business in the region and how do you how did you kind of overcome them okay so um we we did have a challenge when it comes to location it is our first time so we are not very familiar with you know um, uh, studying location, choosing the right place. So that's our uh, main challenge uh, when we opened uh, the Dubai Silicon Oasis. Mm -hmm. We saw the potential of the place, but then um, it is still new. Mm -hmm. So our, our um, um, you know, customers uh, were the offices, because the offices in Dubai Silicon Oasis, they're full in the Dubai Digital Park. Yeah. Like they're all full. And mostly we are busy on weekdays. But on the weekends, nobody is there. Mm. So our challenge is how to get those residents around Dubai Silicon Oasis. So really the location is the key. Mm. This is why when we opened the Abu Dhabi branch, we found a very good location that has um, huge parking and like there's a lot of people residents and as well as you know tourists because it's in the Corniche yeah so like people who, who will go to the park and go to the Corniche like and park in the in the area where we are they can really see us so the visibility is really good mm -hmm. so that's what we learned from the from the first branch yeah yeah the, yeah the, the location is very important yeah, these factors add up a lot uh, because it it really depends on the people around you, the people who are going to be eventually coming down to your restaurant and how accessible exactly. it is. And also now I think there's a lot of uh, influence of online platforms as well, right, on the FNB. Exactly. Yes, exactly. So in our um, uh, Dubai Silicon Oasis branch, we partner with almost all the aggregators you can think of. Yeah. Uh, Talabat, Deliveroo, Karim, Noon, all of those. Mm -hmm. Because we really have to be out there, you know, because this this is how we live now. Like yeah. people go to these uh, platforms and order their food, and especially if they don't want to go out of their place. And if it's summer, that's a very, very challenging for us. So yeah, so we partner with them. So hopefully to increase our you know visibility around uh, the area in uh, Dubai Silicon Oasis. And another growing challenge, I think, is also the evolving kind of consumer 
choices when it comes to food, right? Because you have exactly. more consumers today who are very conscious about the ingredients or uh, the, the choice of dietary preference, you know, whether it's vegetarian. Exactly. Yeah. What is what what's what have you observed about that and how have you yes. made an effort to fit that into your menu? Yeah, so actually, um, uh, we, we've known that there are a lot of vegetarians and we are focusing on Asian uh, uh, cuisine. And of course, there's a lot of Asian vegetarians. So um, we really thought of that uh, when we were uh, curating our menu. So we have a lot of vegetarian choices, for example. And uh, we're moving forward to, you know, gluten-free Oh wow! Um, yes, gluten-free bows, which our chefs are now working on because some of our clients they're asking, do you have gluten-free? So we also come up with another solution for those people who are very conscious with the carbs, mm. because bow buns they are carbs, yeah. and there are people who are very conscious and they don't want to eat carbs. So we also uh, come up with a solution where. We serve them instead of bao buns, we serve their food with nori. Nori What's toast. Nori? Yes. Nori toast. So yes. So our bao buns, it's like it's an open bun. Mm -hmm. So you fill with anything, savory things, chicken, beef, uh, veg, and all of that. But then if uh, there's one person who tells me I don't want a bao bun, mm. I want a healthy one, or I don't want carbs. Mm. So we exchange it with nori. And what's nori made of? So it's a seaweed, oh, basically. Okay. Okay. So we fry the seaweed oh. and then put the fillings on them. So if they don't want carbs, we give them the nori. Okay. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. So you've kept up with mm -hmm. that trend of uh, delivery. Yes. So we, we have to adjust. Yeah. And yeah. And how is it different from other Asian fusion restaurants in the UAE? Okay, so we are the only restaurant in UEE that specializes in bao buns. Okay. okay, yes. So we have 19 different kinds of baos, wow. different flavors, different colors, okay, uh -huh. different varieties. We have from uh, breakfast bao, we have uh, dessert baos and our special baos. Uh, have you heard about shakshuka bao? No, I haven't. Yes, exactly. So that's what we no. are very unique in terms of uh, the choices of food. And, you know, there are bao buns in the country that um, they serve just maybe one or th uh, one or two uh, flavors like beef mm -hmm. or chicken. And they incorporate it with their menu. Mm -hmm. But for us, we specialize on them. So yeah. we have black bows, We have green bows, We have uh, red bows. Not just the white bow, you know. And uh, we also come up with an idea of a bowger. Okay. okay. This is not a burger. It is yeah. a bowger. So what bowger is? So instead of having a burger with a normal bun, which is yeah. a bread, yeah. our bread is the bow bun. So right. uh, we put the bow bun and then all the, um, you know, the, the, uh, fl the wagyu bowger, all the slaw, all the cheeses, and all of that. And it, it looks like a burger, but we call it a bowger. That's yeah. so tempting and interesting to hear. <laughs> yes, exactly. And the taste is so different. 
because um, the bow bun itself, the taste of the bow bun complements really well with uh, what's inside it. Yeah, yeah. And you make yeah. it fresh every day? Exactly. Yes, we, are. we do it in-house. Mm. Daily, we make our own uh, steamed bow buns. That's, yeah, that's what makes us unique as well because other people, they buy frozen bows. Okay, from the supermarket mm. or from their vendors. It's already frozen, maybe uh, coming from China or um, maybe they have their own vendors, but it comes frozen. And once they steam, okay, it, it looks very good. It's fluffy, but then you leave it for five minutes and then it will be hard yeah. and it's not nice anymore. So yeah, so we bake, uh, we uh, steam our buns, we make our buns and steam our buns uh, every single day. It's really fresh in-house. And for those who don't know, uh, Juna, tell me, what's the story behind Pao? So basically, it uh, the his it has a very interesting history, actually. So Bao buns in China, they call it like Bao Zi. Okay, it's a it's a it's a steam bat basically, but they call it Baozi. Mm -hmm. So they believe that it had uh, originated from uh, a long back. Uh, they have this legend in uh, in the Chinese that there's a Chinese military strategist who uh, who were assigned in a remote region in China, okay. and then of course food supplies were scarce and the soldiers were starving. Yes. So he instructed his chef to make a special bread. Mm. That they can come up and uh, that they have to do it steam instead of baked. Mm. Okay. And uh, they just have to look for any ingredients that they can find around. And since it is a remote area, so uh, and basically the bow buns is made of sugar, uh, flour, yeast. So they have come up with the, with the bun, which is uh, they steamed it and it is a fluffy bun. And then they they put the filling on them, and yeah, that's what they call bauzi. Normally, they they um, they fill it with pork. That's mm -hmm. the very famous in China. But of course, eventually they were able to you know uh, discover different types. They put fried chicken on them. They make desserts on them. So yeah, it's very Asian. It's from northern China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's interesting. And tell me, it's 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 a culture that's a burst of flavors, right? And to kind of replicate that into uh, miles away from the location that this dish was even curated in the first place. How yes. did you manage to, you know, uh, whether it is sourcing the right ingredients, whether it is actually perfecting that taste, what's been your hack to all of that? So actually, um, we were really um, into uh, choosing the high quality ingredients the authentic flavors you know should be so for example if you want an asian uh and let's say for example you want an indian cuisine mm -hmm. you will have to make sure that you use the fresh herbs and spices from india right yeah so, to really have this authentic uh, flavor or taste yeah so yeah we do that we also have we're very asian uh flour that we mm -hmm. use we mm -hmm. source from Asia, <laughs> other parts of Asia. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, and then we follow the traditional cooking techniques. So the the bamboo baskets we use for, oh, wow. uh, for all of, yes. Uh, and then we use, um, you know, the, um, um, we have a very highly experienced chefs. So mm -hmm. he's been working, he's an Indonesian chef. 
Okay. okay. And uh, yes, so of course, uh, Flavors of Asia, yeah. you will be able to know basically. Yes. And it's very, very experienced. He can, he can think of his, um, uh, from his culture, their food, and he can incorporate it in the flavors that we have in, in our uh, restaurant. And of course, we ask for feedback from customers. So for example, in uh, Dubai Silicon Oasis, we have a lot of Chinese customers. Yeah. All right. That's so I think once, get yes, it. Exactly. So you have to ask the feedback from your customers. Is it good? How was it? Was it authentic? Do you uh, if you try the food, would you be able to think of your hometown, you know, and all those kind of things? Yeah, and uh, of course, if they tell you um, uh, things that you have to improve, then of course we are um, doing it uh, with our chef and making sure that the, the food tastes really great. So once we opened uh, Dubai, we were there for the past four months having dinner just to try the consistency of the food. Mm. making sure that the quality is still the same, making sure that it's properly cooked and the flavors are still the same. So yeah, that's what we did just to make sure that there is consistency with the with the food that we offer to the customers. And would that then be your advice for anybody who's looking to start out, uh, especially in a city like Dubai and Abu Dhabi yeah. uh, that kind of loves its food so closely? you really have to identify your target audience you know mm -hmm. because for example for me when i um i thought of uh, bao buns to specialize in bao buns i also thought that i don't want only to cater to asian population mm -hmm. i also want arabs for example to try my food because i am in the arab country right mm -hmm. so that's why we come up with bao fafel which oh, is what wow. happened in a bow. You've got yes. me hooked already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, yeah, as what I have told you, shakshoka bow. Yes. So those kind of things, like the Arab taste as well, we, yeah. we have to we have to identify. So yeah, we also uh, make some uh, items of our menu to be able to cater in all uh, nationalities. And uh, aside from that, I think, you also have to be uh, creative and innovative. For example, I can do uh, bao buns mm -hmm. and then just copy everyone else, white bun, and mm -hmm. then put whatever I want, correct? Yeah. But then we thought of, no, we want to be unique. Mm -hmm. So we come up with different colors of bao buns, different flavors, baugers. So it's totally different from uh, the others, you know, they yeah. will copy us. We are not copying them, correct? Yeah. So yes. yeah, so be creative and innovative at the same time. Also, I find it very, um, very important to invest in branding and mm. uh, marketing okay. yeah, at the same time. Because when, when you try, and I want you to try the restaurant, when you go and people go, they always think that, um, is this a franchise? Mm. And then we said, no. Mm. Why? Because it is, the branding is there and it's in your face and it's very unique because it's a fun and funky concept. Mm. And like the brand itself will tell you, oh, this is something different, you know. Mm. And the people think that uh, uh, it's already established. 
because mm. of how how the brand looks like mm. and uh, it's very important also for the marketing especially that we are new yeah okay we don't have the we don't have the name mm. we still have to build our name yes. so marketing is very very important and uh, it takes a lot of budget <laughs> Thanks a lot of budget. It's interesting <laughs> for mentioning that at, at an early stage because very often people tend to not look at it in an early stage. They tend to not realize the importance of starting early. Yeah, it is it is really important. And I, I can say that it is very effective because when I go to communities, you know, uh, meet up with people and uh, have this uh, business uh, community of uh, Filipinos, for example, uh, we have this fearless fab flamingo mm. and uh, Philippine Business Council. So I go there, meet people, do my networking and all. People will tell me, uh, "Hi, where are you from?" And then said, "Hi, my name is Juna." Oh, you're from your bow friend. Oh. They know me yes. from the restaurant name. They don't yeah. know my name. They know yeah. the restaurant's name. Yeah, that's the biggest. Yeah, so oh, you are yeah. Bow Friend. So that's how really marketing works. You know, people yeah. know my face as Bow Friend, not as Juna. Yeah. So yeah. But that's the so best. Investing in marketing is really, really uh, the first thing that you have to consider. Also, especially if you are new in the market. That's a that's a lovely feeling to be even recognized like that. And uh, through that, all your three points are so informative for uh, the audience, especially in a region which is highly active on uh, across platforms. I think we're one of the exactly. very active populations. My last question to you is about <laughs> dig right in and tell me what are the three things that people need to try when they enter Bar Friend? Okay. So, of course, they have to try our um, best seller in Bao Bans, which is the short rib bao. Okay. okay? But the, so, it's the beef. But, of course, if you don't like beef, you can try yank chicken. Okay. okay? That's for chicken lovers. And for vegetarian, you can try bao fafel bao. Okay. Okay. Yes. Bao Papel. And then they can also try, if they want to try our Baugers, mm. we have uh, we have our 14-hour smoked brisket Bauger. Okay. Yes, and Katsu Bauger for chicken lovers. And for desserts, you have to try Pashmak Bao. Pashmak Bao? What's yeah. that? Pashmak Bao. It's a totally different uh, desserts you haven't tried I think in the country and uh, it it has a special mousse that we have created there's a fried bao on the side sugar coated fried bao and ice cream on top wow and the <laughs> um, Iranian cotton candy with pistachio oh lovely yeah lovely. so you should come and try Love it drink. yes okay? I'm, I'm absolutely <laughs> gonna go and try it <laughs> yeah and to my listeners well you may not have your boyfriend but you definitely have a bow friend now exactly <laughs> we are your bow friend and we have a tagline that says not a one bite stand wow lovely love it <laughs> love it love it absolutely yeah. and uh, i can't wait to share this with my listeners as well 
Thank you so much, Juna. It's been a pleasure to speak to you. You have an amazing journey. More power to you. And I only hope that you continue to thrive even forward. Thank you so much, Karisma. Thank you for having me. And thank you for the listeners. And uh, wish you all the best as well.